This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, Whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, 
and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe Within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe betterhelp.com slash vibe go start online therapy dm me on instagram let me know how it's going and i hope that you get the help the support and the healing that you deserve welcome to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and I'm really buckling down and trying to record as much as possible because I don't know if you guys feel it, but there is synchronicities happening everywhere. Things are happening insanely fast. Things and desires and things we're trying to manifest are becoming reality, and it's just mind-blowing what can happen when you truly believe that you're worthy of success and worthy of love and worthy of your dreams becoming reality. And it's not about attaching yourself to those outcomes. It's just about you know, being open to receive, even if it's little things here and there, little opportunities, little conversations that can spark an interest in a new job or a new, you know, a new wave of being. Um, Anyways, this episode is all about suffering and how it equals knowledge, and I, I dive deep into the book that I'm reading, which is When Things Fall Apart by Pima Chodron, and I, um, I quote a lot of the things that she says in the book about how our pain and running away from pain is just not natural, and I talk about how I used to be in a really, really bad lack mindset, how our pain and suffering and shitty scenarios in our lives are actually there to get us out of a comfort zone and into more in alignment with a new path, Um, our Saturn return, financial freedom, clearing out space, being injured, and synchronicities and how they're just like super on point right now unfollowing people in order to gain back your power and how you know comparison is the thief of joy so there's a lot of really amazing topics in this episode i am super excited to share this one with you guys and if you guys liked the music in the beginning of this episode the music is by who's it by sim The DJ is called Sim, I believe. Hold on, now I can't even find it. I'm on my phone right now trying to look it up. It's called Sim. No, it's called Dill Pickles by Sim. And I'm going to obviously link it in the show notes. But it's kind of funky and, and fresh and it's got a good vibe. So I hope you like that going to make this intro short, like always, because I never know what to say in these intros. Um, hope you enjoy this episode. Subscribe, rate, review, send to a friend, tag to a friend. Let's all support each other, even in these crazy shifts and intense shifts and change, and let's just all embrace it and try to be there for one another. So hope you enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. So before I get into my backstory, of what inspired this episode, the story of suffering and pain and how that equals knowledge, and 
how that cracked me into my Saturn return, ultimately allowing me to get out of a, a lack mindset. Before I get into that, I have a book in front of me that I've been reading, and it's called When Things Fall Apart, and it's by Pima Chodron. And I'm going to quote some things from this book so that it can kind of put things into perspective, and I'm not just sitting here talking to you guys about my experience, so it can kind of put some facts into this. She says that there's four maras for non-aggression, and she gets deep into what these maras are, and she says that what we call obstacles are really the way the world and our entire experience teach us where we are stuck. So think about the obstacles and the intense situations and transitions that happen in your life. Most of the time, these things are happening to kind of open our eyes and become aware of what is going on in our lives that isn't working for us. For example, um, the best example I can give is when I lost my apartment in Miami and the whole thing fell through and we got frauded and our money got stolen from this this realtor and I looked at that as oh my god I can't believe this is happening but in reality the universe was pushing me out of Miami because I'm not supposed to be there anymore or right now at least so what that was teaching me is that I was subconsciously stuck in Miami and in a comfort zone and I stuck myself there in that cycle in that pattern and in order for me to break free from that um, something really crazy had to happen and now that it's all said and done I'm really happy that I didn't get that apartment because I would still be there and I wouldn't be able to be in Philly where I really enjoy the energy here and I really think that Philly is going to be an amazing stepping stone for me so you have to put things into consideration as far as you know Everything is happening for a reason. Nothing is happening with no underlying reasoning. Um, people who aren't into spirituality would definitely argue that because, you know, that's a very spiritual way of looking at things, just having that silver lining on everything. And of course, there's going to be shitty situations that are like, no, this is not just, like, this is not okay. Like, there's, there's you know, there's certain things like, losing a family member or like somebody young dying or a crazy accident like obviously these are things that is really just dark and for us to, to shine light on that and and to say oh yeah this is supposed to happen like no I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like crazy shifts and transitions in our lives and jobs and relationships and moving and all these things are eye-openers and then we can either use it and dig ourselves in a hole and say, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? I can't believe this is happening. Or we can say, oh my God, thank God this is happening right now because I have to get through this and something amazing is going to happen on the other side. Like having that mentality rather than, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? Because you're going to get through it no matter what. Like, like no matter what happened, especially when I lost my apartment and then I was homeless and I was couch surfing and all this, Everything was so uncertain and in the air, but in the end, I knew, like, dude, I'm going to get through this. This sucks right now, but hey, it's temporary, and I know that, like, hopefully in a few weeks or a month or whatever, I'm going to be sitting in a house, which I am sitting in my house right now. I have a home. You can't rush the process, and we have to understand that anchoring ourselves into the moment, even if the moment is shitty, even if the week, the month is shitty, it's our job to still nurture ourselves and still treat ourselves with compassion and find ways to enjoy our life through the process, through the journey, through the discomfort, because if we're not, then we're wasting our time and we're not going to get that time back. And then we might look back years, years ahead and say, oh my God, even though things were so horrible, like I still had this and I still had that. I can't believe I wasn't grateful for that. I can't believe I wasn't living in the moment. I had my health. I had my family. I had my boyfriend and my girlfriend and my good friends. Like, I can't believe I wasn't living in abundance. 
we're gonna we're gonna really you know regret not um, living our life to the fullest happiness capacity even when things are tough because you know time goes by very fast we're we're in some kind of crazy fast wormhole dimension right now and I know that I'm not the only one so thinking that so um things are happening fast it's almost like there's synchronicities everywhere we we walk we turn we listen we hear if you're tuned in you're clicked in and you're in alignment you're gonna be like like it gets to the point where it's funny like you're walking down the street you hear a a synchronicity you have a conversation you know that morning you might have written in your journal oh this is what I want later in the afternoon you meet somebody who has a connection to that person or whatever like it's just it's fucking instant you guys like I don't know if it's just me but there's something happening in the universe there is a huge shift and everybody who is aware and connecting to their fullest potential you guys you're thriving right now I can feel it I can fucking feel it and it's it's insane like just for example, um, I, me and my friend Rachel, we were talking about how eventually we do want to move back to California, maybe Venice, by the beach, you know, whatever. Today I reached out to someone who has a podcast who I look up to, um, and I really, really love his work. I love his podcast. He's based out of Venice, and um, I just reached out because I'm just fucking vulnerable right now. Like, I don't, don't give a fuck. I will DM anybody, and if they don't DM me back, I really don't care. Like, at this point, it's just about spreading myself and connecting with others. And if I feel called to, to message somebody, then I sure as hell do it. And I wasn't expecting anything back, but he um, DM'd me back. We, we exchanged some audio messages, and long story short, um, we're going to see what happens. And maybe, you know, in the future, I could help him with marketing and whatnot and what have you like it's just that we don't know the potential if we don't go ahead and just take the steps or take the initiative we don't know like we we could tell ourselves all these stories and say oh no my resume is not good enough I haven't had experience in that or you know I only have a year experience in this and I don't know how to do everything in that industry well you know what neither do I I just hosted a yoga retreat, I planned that shit from the ground up, and I had no idea what I was doing, and I made it work, and even though there was some fucked up shit that happened, like different plans with chefs, and this, and that, and villa, and payments, and whatever, like shit happens, especially in entrepreneur projects from the ground up, like nothing's gonna be perfect, so I learned, I learned a lot, I learned my lesson, I learned what I should do, what I shouldn't do, um, what I need to bring in, what types of changes I'd like to make for the next retreat. And I came out feeling so good because it all works out. It all works out. It's going to work out. Um, If you have a shift in your life and you want a new job and, and a transition, all I can say is write down what you want, specific industries, specific roles, go on Instagram, DM people, fix your resume, do the work. If you just sit there and manifest, quote unquote manifest, nothing's going to drop into your lap. So you need to do the work. You need to, to get yourself out there, take the initiative, talk to people. Because if you don't talk to people and you don't tell people what you're actually looking for, the words need to be spoken out into the universe, out of your body. So don't just keep your, your desires and your manifestings in your body it's not really doing you any good. I mean, that's why people say, right? Write in a journal, write on paper. You're getting it out into the universe. That makes sense, right? So your words are energy as well. You want your words to be echoing and and getting out of your body and you want to be having conversations with people and telling everybody what you want to do and I'm not saying like you have to tell everybody your your big plot of success and all these secret plans for businesses and whatever. I'm just saying share with the people who are around what kind of jobs and 
change you're looking for because the more people that you tell the more people that will know and then they will all have that in the back of their mind and then all of their contacts and people that they know in different industries when those people come to them with an opportunity they'll say oh my god I know the perfect person that's how shit works guys like like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have found my last minute chef for the CBD yoga retreat if I didn't post on Instagram I kept doing it I kept doing it I kept reaching out to people and then all of a sudden this girl um, sent my little ad to her boyfriend and then he was my chef and he was fucking amazing and he was he's a yoga teacher he he's a chef at raw love in Tulum like he knows how to run business he knows how to cook vegan food and it just worked out perfect and I couldn't fucking believe it I was like wow like you know, if I didn't utilize Instagram and I just freaked out and I just didn't know what to do, like, there's always ways to connect with people. Always. So I'm going to continue reading some excerpts from this amazing book because it is just mind-blowing how much it resonates with me and I feel like it's going to resonate with you guys as well. So... She, she talks a lot about running away from our obstacles, running away from relationships, and right when things get tough, we try to escape. And the pattern and the cycle of doing that is only going to bring fuel into that cycle and that pattern. So if we keep escaping from situations that make us feel uncomfortable, those same situations might continue to resurface and no matter where you live or no matter where you work you might start um, having the same types of people come in your life who are triggering and if you just try to run away from those people and they're they're going to keep continuing to come into your life so it's just something to think about but she says if we run a hundred miles an hour to the other end of the continent in order to get away from the obstacle we find the very same problem waiting for us when we arrive. It just keeps returning with new names, forms, and manifestations until we learn whatever it has to teach us about where we are separating ourselves from reality, how we are pulling back instead of opening up, closing down instead of allowing ourselves to experience fully whatever we encounter without hesitating or retreating into ourselves. So it just... It makes complete sense because we are going to continue to see the same problems and the same inner turmoil come out when these triggering situations happen. Instead of running away from them, we should really start just anchoring down and being like, okay, how can I rewire my brain to make it so that I'm okay right now in this triggering situation? How can I change my energy and how can I react in a more healthy way so that I can just buckle down and move forward from this and not let it create this inner chaos. So that's what she talks about in this chapter about non-aggression. So she goes into this first Mara or Mata. I don't know if I'm really pronouncing that right, but it's called Deva Putra, which is the first Mara. Deva Putra Mara. And it has to do with seeking pleasure. And what this is about is how we're always trying to get away from discomfort or a feeling of embarrassment or feeling awkward. And, you know, when pain presents itself to, presents itself to us in any form, we like to run away and try to become comfortable. That's just in our nature. That's how we were that's how we were raised. If you don't feel comfortable, then somebody tries to comfort you with, you know, a snack or a nap. Like when, when we're a baby, everything's about comforting us and making sure that we feel okay and you know, any obstacle we encounter has the power to completely pull the rug out, she says, to completely pop the bubble of reality that we have some that we have come to, to regard as secure and certain. So we're so sensitive 
And it seems as though when, when one thing gets out of alignment, our whole world can shake. And then we are just running into how can we feel comfortable right now? How can we soothe this? How can we um, fill this void? And a lot of us go to drugs, alcohol, meaningless sex, um, you know, porn, unhealthy food, whatever it is, we're all trying to soothe something and nourish this discomfort and transform it into comfort, even if, even if it's really okay, even if it's not that big of a deal, our body and our, and our mind are connected so that that discomfort energy makes us, it can, it can make us, you know, have a choice and sometimes we don't make the most healthy choice and our decisions can become a little bit uh, foggy. She says that the Devi Putra Mara is a good description of how we are all addicted to avoiding pain. When pain arises, we reach again and again for something that will blot it out. Maybe we drink, maybe we take drugs or chew gum or t turn on the radio. We might even use meditation to try to escape from the more awkward, unpleasant, and penetrating aspects of being alive. But, um, and then she goes ahead and says, but instead of, you know, just taking these daggers and letting them just slice us open and, and ruin us, can we transform these daggers into flowers? Can we transform these swords and these obstacles into abundance and flowers and gratitude is it possible and it it, it always is because there's always a lesson with something and pain is knowledge pain is power pain and suffering gives us the experience and the knowledge that we need to be strong and to get shit done in our lives and to feel like oh my god i'm a warrior i got through that shit you know I, I made it through this crazy experience. I can't believe I made it through. Now I just feel like I, I'm on top of the world. Moving on. So, skanda mata is how we react when the rug is pulled out from under us. So think Saturn return, think crazy, intense situation that just happens so suddenly. It, it stops us in our tracks. Our, our entire world crumbles. Um, we feel that we've lost everything that's good. We've been thrown out of our comfort nest. She says, we sail through space without a clue as to what's going to happen next. We're in no man's land. We had it all together, working nicely, when suddenly the atomic bomb dropped and shattered our world into a million pieces. We don't know what's going to happen next or even where we are. Then we recreate ourselves. We return to the solid ground of our self concept as quickly as possible. She says that this is called nostalgia for samsara. So basically that's the cycle, right? Nothing nothing in life is perfect forever, right? We, we're riding this wave of, oh my god, everything's amazing. Oh my god, what the fuck is going on? All this shit just happened at once. What the fuck? Oh my god, okay, I got through it. Sweet. Riding up, riding up. Everything's amazing. I can't believe this. Oh my god. And then it goes down. That's the wave of life. So what she's saying is that without these waves, without the skandamara, and without the getting through that skandamara, and we recreate ourselves, that we, we need both of those things in order to be whole, in order to feel the gratitude, in order to feel the abundance, in order to anchor down into our lives in this present moment and say oh my god I am just so happy that I'm living in the present moment and I'm not worried about the future and I'm not worried about the past there's nothing better than living like that and that's a big lesson that I've learned by reading this book and um, by my Saturn return when when that all happened so Basically, I just wanted to share that stuff with you because when, this is what she says, when everything falls apart and we feel uncertainty, disappointment, shock, embarrassment, what's left is a mind that is clear, unbiased, and fresh. So what she's saying is underneath 
the trauma, the turmoil, the chaos of when we're when we're on that downward slope, like when the, the waves, the roller coaster is going down and our life is kind of going in the shithole, like when I was homeless and couch surfing and doing drugs and drinking and poisoning my body, I would say that was a rock bottom. That was definitely a going down the roller coaster moment. And without that that pattern and without that that phase of my life, I wouldn't be sitting here able to give you guys this knowledge and sit here and record podcasts and be vulnerable because since I got through that turmoil and I came out of the other side, it has made me a stronger person. It has made me more connected with why I'm here and it has made me smarter and stronger and more of passion, more filled with passion. So we have to use these shifts and the roller coaster as actually our tool to connect to a deeper level of gratitude and abundance. So when something really shitty happens, um, what we can do is try to turn inward and the awareness that we can turn into the situation from a clear aspect and try to turn the sword into a flower because the sword that's the problem that's the unwanted it can actually become our teacher it can actually become the lesson that we needed to learn in order to get through to the other side and break open a new reality and you know, I'm going to keep coming back to that same example. I wouldn't be in Philly if I didn't lose my apartment. And I am so happy I'm here because I'm living in a house, a huge house with good roommates in a nice area around amazing people. And I would have been stuck in Miami, depressed, with no friends really, um, you know, stuck in a spiritual solitude. Nothing wrong with that, but I was ready to, to get out of that and and continue my spirit, spiritual practice, but also make new connections and really just change and shift my career and just everything. I was just subconsciously and internally, I kept feeling those those gut pulls and those those thoughts from my highest self, but I kept shoving them down the drain because I wasn't ready and I wasn't ready to do the work and move and this and that and step away from my comfort zone and my teaching jobs and I didn't really have a choice. The universe chose for me, and, and they, the universe said, you know what? You're done here. You're not getting this apartment. It's time for you to grow the fuck up and make change and stop being scared. One more little excerpt before we get into the rest of the episode. She says, The essence of life is that it's challenging. Sometimes it's sweet. Sometimes it's bitter. Sometimes your body tenses and sometimes it relaxes or opens. Sometimes you have a headache, sometimes you feel 100% healthy. From an awakened perspective, trying to tie up all loose ends and finally get it together is death because it involves rejecting a lot of your basic experience. There is something aggressive about that approach to life, trying to flatten out all the rough spots and imperfections into a nice smooth ride. To be fully alive, fully human, and completely awake is to be continually thrown out of the nest. Before we get into the rest of the episode, when I get into my story about lack mindset and my Saturn return, I wanted to share my sponsor for the podcast, one of them, which is Thought Cloud CBD. One of my favorite brands of CBD is definitely ThoughtCloud. If you follow me on Instagram, you might see how obsessed I am with the CBD mud mask. I'm always sharing in my stories my skin journey, and I've had a pretty intense skin journey, especially getting off birth control. So the CBD mud mask helps a lot. The jaboba bar soap helps a lot. And then there's also a jaboba oil. Um, It's really helped with my breakouts and scarring and all of that. And I also obviously love the CBD tinctures, the vapes, everything is on point. This company knows what's up. It's all organic, 
cool. There's no additives, there's no preservatives. I actually um, gave some to this guy that I met in Tulum and he took a dropper of it and he was like, oh my God, this is like really good product. This is a really good quality. And I, I was like, oh wow, you know your CBD, huh? Like, and he was like, yeah, this tastes just so good. So just like, it's just really cool to see people's reaction to the CBD and everybody on the CBD yoga retreat got their own thought cloud tinctures. It's just my go-to. I take it, you know, when I want to go to sleep, I take it before I use the sauna. Sometimes I'll take it before I go and teach or take a class. Um, it's just all around amazing. And you can use the discount code Gypsy Love Flow on their website online. You can just go ahead and follow them on Instagram, just Thought Cloud. I'm tagging them all the time in my stories. And even if they're having a sale or there's an item that's on sale on their website, you can still use my discount code. It'll still give you an extra percentage off when you're shopping. So who doesn't like a discount for CBD? Because I know CBD can get pricey, but it's super, super worth it. There's so many benefits when it comes to CBD. If you'd like to hear more about CBD, you can listen to my podcast episode that's all about CBD and all the frequently asked questions. I'll link that in the show notes. But feel free to go shop CBD at ThoughtCloud and use my discount code GYPSYLOVEFLOW at checkout. So now I'm going to get into my story of my suffering equals knowledge, Saturn return, lack mindset. Little spiel. So what I'm going to start off with saying is that comparison is not only the thief, the thief of joy, but it can stop us from living our best, happiest, and most content lives. It can also block us from success. So if you're sitting there comparing your life to all of these people on Instagram, you need to break that cycle now because it's only going to get worse and it's only going to block your own success. So... Almost exactly a year ago, I had a freak accident, and it left me with a broken arm and a shattered wrist with no health insurance, and it was the dead summer heat of Miami. And right as this occurred, it was like I entered a tunnel of truth and harsh reality, and I literally heard the universe say to me, now you really have something to be upset about. It's like the universe was looking at me in the eye and saying that. Because before this accident, I was living in a dark reality, full of comparison, negative self-talk. I'm still working on that one, but we're all working on something. Lack mindset. I was completely broke financially and emotionally. And it was in that moment that I kind of realized, wow, I've been living in such a miserable way of viewing my life. And this accident gave me chills. And it was... A reality check it was a slap in the face to, to wake the fuck up and the universe or source or God or whatever you want to call it was literally standing in front of me I could feel the energy face to face staring me in the eyes with the message you aren't living you need to start enjoying your life and release this darkness release this suffering release this comparison because it, it was stealing my joy, it was stealing my capability of really creating a life that I desired. And I was stuck in this pattern. I was stuck in this comparison mindset, lack mindset. And during this period of time, during the arm break, the surgery, the healing, I really buckled down and I did myself a solid favor by unfollowing every single Instagram account that gave me any form of unhealthy comparison or you know, low self-worth or envy, because even envy is just a low-key version of jealousy. And at that point, when I was going through my arm break and everything, um, there was just no time and place for me to feel envious or jealous of anybody because I really needed to focus on my healing. I had a broken arm, shattered wrist, and I could barely, I couldn't even function. I needed my friend to like live with me for two weeks I couldn't shower, I couldn't brush my teeth, I couldn't get dressed on my own, like, it was fucking insane, so it kind of put me into this reality tunnel of, like, I don't have the time or energy, physically, emotionally, mentally, to waste my precious energy on looking at Instagram or scrolling and comparing my life to other people's lives, like, there is, 
there's something that's more important right now. So thank God it kind of put me in that reality mindset. So, but prior to the accident, I was already kind of beginning to do this subconsciously. I started unfollowing, unfollowing, and the positive effects of what the out of sight, out of mind practice can do is huge. And I'm not saying you have to go into your phone right now and unfollow everybody. I'm just saying that we need to understand that it's not natural to have so much access to hundreds of thousands of accounts. Like, what's the point of that? If it's not serving a purpose for you, then, you know, see how you feel by hiding them or unfollowing them. So... In the beginning of the arm break and the wrist crush scenario, (laughs) I was at first embalmed with anger, physical pain, self-pity, woe is me vibes, like I felt super alone. And I was pushing my body to the edge immediately after my surgery because I had to continue teaching yoga and teaching CBD yoga workshops. And I even continued working out because I realized how important cardio and working out was to me when this happened because I craved going outside and running and jogging and walking and actually this this arm break kind of catapulted me into that mindset of really taking advantage of being outside during the day and moving around and walking like even just walking for two miles outside was the most invigorating thing that I could do. And I was in a sling and a cast, and it didn't matter to me. So the, the injury kind of sparked this new love for cardio and spending time outside. And maybe if, if I hadn't, you know, broken my arm, um, I wouldn't have realized how important being outside was to me. And since I couldn't really go to the gym or use the sauna. I spent a lot of time outside doing yoga outside. Even though I was in a cast and a sling, I just made it work. I did a lot of, I made a lot of videos and did flows that didn't involve my arm. And it was really a fun kind of period of time because it forced me to get out of the norm and it really forced me to think outside of the box and how I could get my cardio in and how I can move that day and how I can really get to a place of feeling satisfied and content and not stuck in this injured body. So it helped me open my mind. Even though my body was broken, um, it, it helped me open my mind. And I cannot even tell you how intense and fast my life opened up once I started unfollowing people you know, not paying attention to people that I was comparing myself to, whether I was comparing, you know, my financial situation or my relationship or my health or my practice or whatever. Like, so many new opportunities flowed through. More money I began to make. Um, More opportunities came that would bring me money. Um, I put on my blinders and I allowed myself to just stay in my lane of healing and transformation and without the constant torture of comparing my body and my yoga videos and photos and relationship status and all this fucking shit it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders and once that weight is lifted you don't realize how light you could feel and how focused and clear you can feel by just eliminating the toxic junk and the garbage that's not doing you any service we have no clue the potential we have and how amazing we can feel. It's just, I, I don't know how else to say it. So, you know, we're never, we were never meant to have this much access to millions of people and seeing what everyone's doing with their lives, where they're traveling, their perfectly edited photos, fashion blogging, travel blogging photos. Like, we were never meant to compare our career and our romance with hundreds of thousands of people who are in relationships. It's just so not natural. And... It's really insane and over and overstimulating and it's unhealthy. It's truly unhealthy. It's exhausting to to be in that that frame of mind. And it's hard to get out of it, but once you do, you're you're out for good and you're like, "Whoa, there's no going back." So, truly try to wrap your head around this theory. 
I was in a dark hole of pity and lack and unabundance. So think abundance, think the opposite of abundance. And it was really hard to get any higher than that because there would be a moment of self-destructive comparison and that would just take everything away. Any progress that I had made in my career, any progress that I made in my self-love practice, any progress that I made in, in my financial freedom journey, um, etc. So keeping our eyes on our, our own paper will only allow us to stay true to ourselves, bring in people who are meant to be in our lives, jobs and opportunities that are meant to be in our path. Financial freedom will come easier once we put off a vibration of gratitude and abundance. And I know that that kind of sounds insane because when we can't afford food or gas or, you know, our car payments or whatever, the last thing you want to hear is, oh, just be grateful and money will come to you. But it's just, it's not just about money. It's about being an open vessel and and raising your vibration and even if life is really shitty and you don't have money don't tell yourself that you're poor don't tell yourself that you're broke because that's the vibration that you're putting out and then how are you going to receive the things that you want we kind of have to trick ourselves into into saying oh i'm fine i have everything i need um it's kind of like a game and it's the game of even when life is shitty finding abundance and gratitude. Um, I need to find a shorter name for that game, but it's true. And when we can be that version of ourselves that's a higher vibration, full of gratitude, full of abundance, people will want to work for you. People will want you to work for them. People will want to help you. People will want to throw you an opportunity. They'll want to see you thrive. They'll connect you with somebody who, you, who they think you... Um, will do really good for an, uh, an opportunity. Why would somebody want to connect you with somebody with, with a really dope opportunity if you're just moping around and you're in lack mentality and you feel like nothing is ever going to work out? Like That's just setting yourself up for failure. So, you know, it's just all about perspective. And if we're in a lack mindset and a negative headspace of not having enough, it's going to be really challenging to get everything we want. Um, It's mind over matter. It's fake it till you make it. It's radical acceptance, radical gratitude, radically accepting where we're at and understanding that everything is temporary and that we are the vessel of what comes in. So it's our job and it's our opportunity to change that energy so that we can allow better things to come in. So as my arm healed and my Saturn return got deeper and deeper, the shitstorm of life continued and I continued to, to keep myself in an abundance and gratitude mindset no matter what type of shit came my, came my way. So I wouldn't take any of it back because it catapulted me into this moment with you guys sharing my story and moving energy together so we can release any darkness that we're latching onto and transform it into an open way of thinking so that we can receive more. There's no way that we can be open to receive when we keep telling ourselves that things suck and we don't deserve things to work out or we have such a negative perception of of things never working out like we're just we're trapping ourselves in this jail cell and once I made the choice to radically accept my life and move into a realm of complete gratitude bliss things started coming to me opportunities friendships opportunities to travel financial security I like can't make this shit up it just it's it was instant and Today, I just ask all of us to radically accept ourselves, to walk through the curtain of lack and negative self-talk or comparison, and put our blinders on and move gracefully into a new dimension where we are the creators of our reality, because we are constantly grateful and abundant no matter how chaotic life is, because the chaos are those pivotal moments that are shifting us into a life 
that might be better alignment. So, you know, the crazy scenario that happens, it's happening for a reason. Use it, use it as fuel and you don't need to overanalyze it. Just get through it and you're going to be pleasantly surprised of what can be waiting for you on the other side because everything is a stepping stone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of The Vibe Within. If you like this episode, feel free to share, tag me, send to a friend, family member, anybody who you think needs to hear this, especially if somebody in your life is going through their Saturn return because that shit is real and it's a definite shift. So just be there for your people, your family, your friends who might be going through this shift. Um, It's really nice to just hear that people are going through the same things and this podcast literally exists because I'm trying to help people feel not so alone and just be there for people and share what knowledge I have from what I've gone through and everything like that. So um, please subscribe, rate, review my podcast so that you can help it thrive. Um, Check out thought cloud cbd use my discount if you'd like to also support me um or if you'd like to make a donation to my paypal for just keeping the podcast running and everything like that you can for sure um leave a donation everything helps any little bit helps um i'll put that in the show notes but my email is gabcohen at gmail.com my instagram is gypsy love flow so feel free to reach out If you live in Scottsdale, Arizona, or anywhere around Scottsdale, I'm going to be teaching at the Booty Yoga Convention, which is the 29th and the 30th of this month of June. And I'm going to be teaching a Yin Yasa Flow and a Yin Bliss Hips Workshop. And I'm going to be bringing CBD topicals and tinctures to both of them. And for the Yin Hips, we're going to be drinking some CBD teas. So if you're there, come on out, say hi to me. Um, I love meeting people in person. It's so different than just Instagram and audio and all that shit. So definitely come flow. I got some really good music planned for the workshops, and I can't wait to be in Scottsdale. I've never really been to Scottsdale. I've only been to Phoenix, and it was for like a day. So I'm really excited to be out there in the sun and the heat and meet people and flow and move with many other amazing yoga instructors and speakers so go to booty yoga follow booty yoga and if you want to sign up and grab a a ticket i think there's limited tickets available so go ahead and do that Um, if not i will catch you next episode feel free to just reach out to me with whatever you need anything you want to share at all and enjoy your day your night your week whatever time it is, wherever you are. Live in the present moment and acknowledge that your suffering equals knowledge. So if you're going through a rough time right now, just embrace it and know that everything is temporary.